You already know. You hear me rubbing my hands, you know we are back. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. I'm your host, Clay Bonin. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Tanner Mavis. And we're back with another interview episode today. Um, our guest today is an artist, but not necessarily like any of the ones that we've had on before. Well-known traveler of the world, a visual artist, a former NKU intramural basketball referee, <laughs> and most notably, the content creator for NBA All-Star, D'Angelo Russell. Today in the studio, we have Logan Linkmeyer with us. Logan, please, come on in. Hell yeah. Our huge studio audience again, <laughs> yeah. giving him claps and woos. You're gonna hear hella, hella uh, fake audience in the background. Yeah. For you. <laughs> How you doing, sir? Oh shoot, give me a sec. No, you're good. Get get adjusted here. Appreciate it. How you I'm feeling? Are you good. comfy? You yeah, good? Do you fire. need more wire? I want to say thank you for the intramural shout out. Being a resident <laughs> played a big part in my life, so um, I appreciate that. My my roommate Ben Hafer, uh, when I told him that you were coming on, he was like, "It's like, yeah, you remember he used to uh, ref an intramural," and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," and he was like, "Yeah, one time." I got hacked, yep. and I looked at him, and he didn't call it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told him I was going to bring it up. So, Bro, intramural officiating, especially, like, you're making, like, 725. You don't want to be there. It's just like, dude, just let me play my game. Everyone's going to, like, complain. Everyone's going to yell at you. So it's like, bro, I didn't see that foul. Or, like, you see a travel, and you're like, <laughs> so it's just it is what it is you're also not refing professional basketball oh, players yeah. you can't be Bro. super strict on yeah. people i mean and you're in college so like you want to see some people get hit so it's like <laughs> a tough layup bro come on so. uh like we mentioned um logan is uh or what i mean do you prefer do you want us to call you link do you want us to call you it really logan? doesn't matter doesn't link, matter okay Logue, whatever logan um is the uh content creator for d'angelo russell um makes pretty much everything that you would see d'angelo russell in um on the internet um he's also a northern kentucky university emb graduate shout tracy out. songer sarah drabick chris strobel stand up yeah, look look out. at what look at where we're at now <laughs> um but before we we get into anything about you traveling any of the d'angelo russell nba stuff life lessons um when and why did you pick up a camera? Like how, cause everybody like who creates videos kind of has a moment. Everybody yeah. kind of has their, the, where the seed got planted. What, yeah. what is that for you? Uh, mine was, mine took a long time. It, it's like develop really. So like the seed was planted, like in high school, I started, we had like this media class that like we had to produce like a show every Wednesday for our school. Mm -hmm. But like, I enjoyed that, but it didn't really like click. And I didn't go to NKU to be an E&B student. I went for like an accounting major. Mm. So I actually, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> my mom was like super big on me being an accountant. And so I had like a B in there at midterm. And I was like, yo, I really hate this. And so I told my mom I want to switch majors. She was like, no. And wow. so I was like, damn. All right. And then, so I did not show up to our, we had two exams left, like the third, like third one and then the final. So I didn't show up to either so I could fail it. So I could switch out. I was like, mom, look, this isn't for me. <laughs> the reason I chose EMB was because I made this like, fake espn 30 for 30 of tanner campbell 
Oh and yeah. <laughs> Legendary, bro. <laughs> and so it like it like I don't even remember how many views that I'm getting, but like it like low key like went like NKU viral and everyone knew who Tanner was because of it. I, actually now that you say that, bro. I'm I definitely saw after that. This, that so over, we're pulling it up. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a minute. Bro. So that was like Shout out Tanner Campbell, by the way. Yeah, he's love you, bro. A legend for sure. But that was like the reason that I was like, all right, I'm being EMB soon because it was so much fun making it. And yeah. Like, it was all in good fun. So. Nice, nice. So then, so so you'd never like shot a photo or shot a video like seriously other than that moment in high school. Like yeah, or I that never, class never shot a photo. Like I wish I saw all my Instagram photos from when I was in high school. Like I had no like <laughs> vision of taking photos. Or yeah. Anything. But then yeah, video wise, it was just like all right, let's make a funny video this week. I think was. that's like a a. a a reoccurring story of like a lot of creatives like they mm-hmm. t- they do something funny something like, like something they, for they, your own personal yeah, game something that's fun like with. like i remember we used to fucking freestyle in the basement yep. with the boys just yep. chilling yep. so like and i know i know like that was like a seed like planted for, for me sure. wanting to get into music like saying for you sure. did just made a funny uh highlight reel for tanner campbell and, yeah. and uh at nk intramural was like i don't know for some reason that that is like um where it's like planted because you're just having fun exactly. you're just enjoying it and then you're just like oh like i really like this exactly. like i'm really passionate about doing this like i actually want to take this seriously yeah and going off that i think like we're from such small towns like if you look at like the world and like the united states in general like we're from really small towns me especially like yeah. friendship indiana right that's like, that's too, like bro. that's like versailles kind of yeah, area yeah, I right to, i went to high school in versailles but like I grew with up in Sa- friendship. south ripley south right ripley, yeah. yeah shout this out man, south ripley yeah, he's been his homework but <laughs> like so there was nobody doing stuff like that yeah. around here so yeah. then like having fun doing little things it's like I actually enjoy this. Like what else is out there? So, so it sounds like going, cause for a lot of people going to college, like doesn't make sense. And that's absolutely correct for a lot of people, but it sounds like going to college at NKU, which is a small school, but compared to friendship, Indiana is a complete culture change. It sounds like that actually helped you a lot. Maybe not like educationally per se, but just as far as like your look on the world and everything. I have a like I have like the same stance on this anytime someone talks about college because I think college for a lot of people is finding who you are mm-hmm. and for if sure. that's the case like if if you if you're 17 16 whatever and you you have the Gary V mindset and you know like I have this entrepreneur mindset this and this I want to do this by all means don't go to college like you know what yeah. you want to do yeah. pursue it especially in the world we live in today. Mm-hmm. But if you, like someone like me, like I had no idea what I wanted to do. Same. I went to NKU and I'm a completely different person when I graduated. So I needed it. Like I yeah. didn't need the the classes. Like I, I like I just needed to experience college to figure out who I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You needed the relationships. Mm-hmm. You needed to submerge yourself Absolutely. into, you know, meet other people, meet people that have came, come from different places, different yeah. influences, join a fraternity like yeah. we did. Yeah. I think, I think I, I, I can attest to it. I know you can joining Pike, um, you know, helped me develop my confidence and really, you know, having guys push me to be the Mm -hmm. best version of myself. Exactly. And I I really, you know, I want to shout all those guys out, all my close friends and everybody that's ever went through, you know, really helped me, you know, push myself and, um, you know, really take my craft and my passion seriously. Absolutely. You know? (laughs) I think um, that's like for like just fraternity life in general. It's like it doesn't really matter like which one you really go through because yeah. it really like in the beginning of 
like your rush week or whatever it's just like you have the one guy that like you actually mess with so it's like all right i'm gonna go with whatever Mm -hmm. but it's like at the end of the day like you just find yourself you find your close friends some people you probably won't ever talk to again but then you have the people that you're always going to keep in somewhat contact yeah that's what's dope about it i want to ask this question because we've kind of like beat around it so he said when the seed was planted yeah for when you want to do video what was i had this question when I, that i wrote down um so what was like i think every creative when they want to take their craft to like the next level they yeah. have like what i call like an enlightening like yep. moment like yeah. like what was the moment where you're just like okay like i'm taking this serious i'm taking a leap of faith for sure I'm, i have a plan I'll, and i'm going to execute it what was like was there a moment was there um you know something that happened to you where it's like i'm i'm doing this and like i don't care what anybody says like this is what i want to do um i can this is where it's going to be really funny and come full circle so i i can't find the messages but i remember you texted me or dm me on twitter it was like an interview of cole bennett yeah and this was before like we did anything with zach this was before like any of that and you said like bro like you're like you're mad talented like you should like we should really like look into doing some stuff like blah blah and the the interview was like an hour and 30 minutes long like Mm -hmm. i think i listened to like the first like 15 minutes of it i was like yes this guy's dope yeah and then i remember we were playing like a my senior year we were playing like a preseason basketball game. It was me, you, and Grant standing on the sideline. <laughs> I remember this conversation. Wait, did you all go to the same high school as well? No. Or, no. Oh, wait, no, wait. No, we no. just talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah never no. mind. Sorry. Um, College. And, and so we were all standing there, and like you said something to me about about making videos. And I said, like, bro, like I don't know if I have like the the right mindset sober to like make stuff like that. And you said, you said, like, that's the beauty of it, is like when you find the creativity to be able to like do stuff at any like any mindset, any yeah. state that like you can be creative for the rest of your life or something along those lines. Yeah. And I was like, dang. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this guy just hit me with some serious stuff right here. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure um that was like I was like, yeah, like let's do it. And then like a couple weeks later, like you introduced me to Zach yeah. and then we made like, I made like a random first video for Zach on like the first song, uh, song drop. But then the second one, it was like too many or something. And like, yeah. I actually like took after effects. I was like, all right, let me see what this is really about. Yeah. And after I dropped that, I was like, yo, this is dope. Like, yeah. this is dope. And I remember so, that, vi- that like promo video too. Like yeah. that was definitely like, I was like, oh shit. Like this yeah. is, this looks like a movie. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> you it, took it to another level. That was kind of like the, the moment where I was like, yo, this, this could be something really cool. Yeah. And I knew at that time I was, I was like, music videos were really like really dope, but it's like, I knew that really wasn't me, yeah. but it mm-hmm. was really cool getting to like, that was, I feel like my start of yeah. really yeah. like figuring some stuff out. That's awesome. So then how does shooting this video for Pango turn into kind of the travel videos that you make? Cause correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I got to imagine that's what like caught the attention of Delo's brother and of Delo. I'm sure was, yeah. was all the, the, the travel videos that you made and you have, I mean, a pretty good like chunk of those videos. So how yeah. did it go from the preseason game to making the travel videos so um when we started making videos for zach like obviously i knew that really wasn't my scene and so that was like right when tanner started making soul serum like Mm -hmm. i remember like the day after going to zach's basement and seeing the whiteboard of you and mo and i was like yo that's sick like i remember all that i remember the group message and stuff but then i started having like more of like a fallout of it and it was more because i was still figuring out who i was yeah um we all were yeah for sure (laughs) and like um that was like when i was like graduating and i needed like a nine to five like so i was working 
uh, working this job at this company, making like really good money. But I like tell everyone, I was like, I was working 42 hours a week, but I was watching YouTube videos for 42 hours a week. So I had two screens up YouTube and this. And so I was like looking up some kind of effect. Like I don't remember, I was making a video for somebody for free. And I was like, yo, I wonder what you could do to do this. And I saw this like travel video and it was from Sam Colder, like my year 2016. I was like, whoa like i had never traveled anywhere at this point like i didn't do anything i was like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen in my life like this dude's like enjoying life living like a baller lifestyle and he's literally just traveling the world and filming it and so i immediately texted my friend eric i was like yo let's go to the gorge went to the gorge had a great time and then the traveling just started like taking off from there because it was like yo you can travel we could see the world like yeah. from friendship indiana like i get to see i woke up and see, saw cows and cornfields my whole life like, <laughs> there's got to be more stuff out there yeah. so that was kind of like what started the traveling so. yeah and what I, i'm sure you know going from waking up and seeing cows and cornfields and then realizing you can travel you kind of you got a little addicted i gotta oh, imagine yeah. to, <laughs> sure, to traveling in sure. these last couple of years what what year did you graduate from 2014 NKU? 2014 yeah. okay gotcha so and then you said this is 2016 2017 um no so i started traveling um i think it was i went to the gorge in the summer of 2015 spring or summer of 2015 i think and then um then i went to like yosemite and then boom 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 we just kept going yeah so yeah yeah that's rad wait 2014 not 2018 yeah i, I was, got to I was school gonna in say 2018 because i remember yeah, when you started okay. like you you started doing your own thing with eric and traveling and stuff i remember that was, yeah. that was like this like after the uh soul serum <laughs> kind of thing and then you guys started traveling a lot more yeah. and posting those yeah. videos 2014 i'd be hella old if i was yeah <laughs> shout, out, shout out eric Lano too he yeah. We went to Rolling Loud together in 2017. Yep. He was the guy with the GoPro, bro. Yep. And he would, like, literally, he, he'd be in the fucking mosh pit, just, like, <laughs> holding the GoPro up. I'm just like, let's yeah. go. But he, like, it's funny, like, like now as you say, Eric, I just, like, put that memory together. Mm-hmm. Like, he always wanted to be the one to, like, capture, capture moments. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Which he's, is really cool. <clears throat> he's doing his own thing right now, too. He's kind of found out, like, this little, like, niche of this, like, drone flying that's insane. Yeah. Like, he's still rocking a GoPro, but it's stuff's <laughs> next level. So let's let's get into a little bit of the the meat and potatoes here. We'll we'll come back out and and kind of round out this conversation. But um, as we mentioned in the intro, your D'Angelo Russell's video content creator is that like the correct title? Do you have a specific? Yeah, what the, do you want to be like known for? Content creator. Let's set the stage. Executive. Um, like I honestly like it. you could really say anything. Um, I know in the beginning it was like everyone would be like, oh, who, who's this? And D'Lo would be always be like, oh, that's my video guy. Yeah. And I remember yeah. we, we were sitting down. <laughs> on the couch downstairs and he was like it's like bro like i hate that and like then it was like like what what are you like this and that because it's like i don't really like work for him like he always like nah we're like boys like this Uh, and that yeah so now it's just like like oh this is like like my content guy my video specialist like it really doesn't matter but then like now it's more of like this is my brother this is my boy so it's like so far it's kind of just like evolved over time but well how did um so i well, before we get into the how and why, um, can you just give us a brief summary of exactly like what this entails? You being the video <laughs> content creator, like, um, is this all social media? Are you putting stuff out like through the Timberwolves, through the Warriors, things like that? Um, I've done stuff like I remember I took some pictures for the Warriors. I've like the Timberwolves is a lot different. They're like more like wanting to be like D'Lo is more of a 
cornerstone piece than he was for the Warriors. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the Timberwolves are always like, yo, can you send us some stuff here? Send us this. So, it's like I'm doing a lot more stuff for the uh, T-Wolves. That's so nice. dope. But um, as far as for D, like, if you look at his social, he's not really putting out that much yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have so many. Like, I can t- – I couldn't even tell you how many terabytes of footage like I, I have. Was, I, I, that's funny you say that. I was watching. I think it's the the D'Angelo trade video, um, and I I was like realizing I was like he has so many little like three second snippets <laughs> from like one in the back seat of the car, one when y'all are chilling at the crib, yep. one uh, cheersing with like D Wade yep. and like shit like that. And I'm like that. It looks like you record a lot, oh, like yeah. everything, but you're only putting out you know yeah. a couple minutes at a time just me like talking about him, like bragging on him for a second like he's like one of the most real and genuine people yeah and so like that's kind of like what those videos like i try and show um because he is but there's just so many more like meat in those videos that like it's just not world's not ready to see yet right so. right and you also can't the nba to me see from an outsider looking in seems like the people in the nba almost like are in their own fraternity yeah, of the nba sure. so people seem very protective and conscious of what they would put out and what d'angelo russell would put out of one of his teammates or something yeah. like that too um yeah i mean the nba in itself for sure is a fraternity like everyone like at the end of the day is gonna mess with the other person because it's like you've reached the highest yeah. level yeah. The top, of your man. passion there's just it's like crazy. there's nobody else in the world that can relate to what you do mm-hmm. yeah like, just looking at it still like from a closer perspective and like still being able to it's like it's like wow yeah, yeah. you're just amazed so yeah. so give us now the a little bit of the backstory i mean you don't have to go super detailed i'm sure people ask you this all the time (laughs) but how did you get in touch with uh d'angelo's brother and then how did that in turn so a lot of people don't know this but tone um and the oldest brother sean he still goes to nku but tone went to nku oh really i didn't know that so i Uh, shout out uh louisville i didn't even get to say it d'angelo russell 502 stand up (laughs) um but it was like my first or second day on campus and i knew absolutely no one and growing up where i grew up it was it was super like i was you know everybody yeah, yeah you know Friendship, everybody Indiana. and i think i was in seventh grade or eighth grade and there was one black person in our entire school he was, he was a senior that mm-hmm. shout out that but i thought he was the coolest person ever so i was the kid that i'm playing like 2k i'm playing like nba live and like Dwayne wade's on the cover and i'm like <sighs> Yo, like, Oof. I really like Dwayne Wade. So I'm yeah. over here, like, I'm making myself light skin with cornrows because I really like mellow, like, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And I was just fascinated by it. Got me into Jordan, stuff like that. But you never really got to experience things like that where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And so I got to NKU and I'm hooping. It's like noon ball. So there's really nobody playing. It's like just a bunch of like people that are kind of trash, to be honest. But there's this one guy, he's wearing like Nike Roshi runs or flying it. And he's out here just boom, boom, splash, like killing. I'm like, <laughs> yo who is this guy? <laughs> so i like i was like introduced myself like yo i'm logan blah blah he's like i'm tone nothing really came of it we kept seeing each other in the wreck talking to each other chilling i started getting closer with zay which is zay is one of their good friends and then um tone i think i didn't even know d was his brother so d and d are the same age mm. so he was a freshman too and i had no idea tone and d were brothers and d's up at ohio state killing and some yeah. dude came up to me in the wreck like you see tone's brother last night and i'm like no like why would i see his brother? <laughs> and he was like you didn't watch him i think he played like northwestern or iu or something he was yeah. like, you didn't watch him last night play you got like 30 and i was like what do you mean and he was like pull a picture i was like 
Oh, oh my god! I, like, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I can see it." So I said something to Tone, and me and Tone kind of have like that, like nerdy basketball, like mindset. We love talking about it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like Emmanuel Mudiay was in the draft. Jalil. Yeah. Like, and we were just like talking for like the next like six months about basketball and like, the yeah. draft. And that's like where I started getting to know Tone like a lot. And then I started doing my own travel stuff. Tone like solid. We like had talked prior. And then um, that was like kind of what I mentioned before, like the podcast started. It was more of it's like I had said something to Tone, Tone said something to me. And then like once the time came where it was time to like talk to D about it, then he told D about me. D saw my stuff. D like they reached out. So that's like what I was like meaning when it's like you just have to put the pieces in place. And like once that authentic relationship builds, Mm -hmm. then that's when the authentic relationship will come back to you. Mm -hmm. So the realer you are, like. The yeah. better it is so yeah you you created a foundation for yourself basically yeah. with being just genuine with with a random guy yeah by chance for happens sure. to be d'angelo russell's brother and then it kind of trickles into that that's Absolutely. very cool um because the reason why i really ask about it is because it, it's a job that's like seems really unattainable yeah. you know what i mean like like how does somebody from yeah, you're not taught in school that this is a job right that right, you can right. actually chase how you know? how do you just become a nba yeah all-stars like video guy you're not you're not the video guy for like the 12th man on the bench you know like that's that's why i asked because i think it's important to share stories like that for yeah. people to realize like oh i actually could yeah. fuck around and become yeah. uh, an nba person uh, nba players content person um but i think that's a shout out to kind of what you just said it's like you don't really like you don't get taught in school that but like that's even like a testament to john it's like now because of social media like more people see stuff like this and yeah. see stuff like that we do but like when we were growing up, like you didn't see stuff. So that's yeah, why like yeah. why I have so much respect for like Cole Bennett in itself. It's like mm-hmm. this man created this empire without any sort of really direction. Like he didn't really yeah. have anybody to follow. Figure yeah. it like, out on his own. Yeah, like we kind of have like, I mean, for me, it's like a little bit different because there's a couple people in the league to do stuff. But like even like Johnny, he kind of sees like what Cole can do. But then it's like, I still have to figure this whole realm out on my own because exactly. I'm not. I don't have a foundation at school or on YouTube that, that gives me a step by step. Everybody's path different. Exactly. Up. Yeah. Um. I guess the next question we could segue into. Um. You said obviously you got you and Dila are extremely tight now. You guys are living together, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um. Clay put on here. Um. You guys live together. Assuming. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I actually, I just kind of, I'm just curious about the logistics of it, like. So I, you said that he doesn't like to say that you work for him, y'all are brothers, like, which is honestly fantastic to hear. But like, obviously, he's giving you a place to sleep, food, transport, this <laughs> and that and the other. But like, is there and you don't have to go too far into details, but like, is there like a salary on top of that? Like, are you getting a check from him? Like, I'm just curious how that um, works. I won't get too deep into it, but I will say like the is D and tone are putting me in a position to, to be way more than what I am now. That's amazing. Um, so, so Which that's what I'll say. Probably way more important than a check to your every guys' relationship too. Yeah. I'm sure they want to see you win just as bad as you want to see yeah. them win. Um, so that's like, so something's like surround yourself with people that you want, like like-minded people that you want to like be better than, or not better than, but like be a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, what's cool about all this is because they have their own goals and vision, but that also includes like our group, our like core group that we like are with all the time. And like, like we just want to build like our own little empire. So it's like, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. That's honestly a perfect segue to, to 
the question that I kind of wanted to wrap up with, but I, I can't ignore it now. Like ultimately, like where do you want to go with all this? Cause yes, of course it's awesome. What you're doing right now is, is sure. fantastic. I'm sure it's crazier than what you ever expected yourself to do, but I got to imagine this isn't the last stop. You know, <laughs> you're not just going to follow D'Angelo wrestle around with a camera for the rest of your life. Like right. ultimately, what do you want out of this? How does this evolve for you? Um, I think it's forever evolving. Um, mm -hmm. I think like you guys can attest to this with like the whole soul serum stuff. John came with like, with the whole like videos and like you with the podcast, it's like, it's forever evolving of what you want to do. And like, in, like when I started it, I never saw myself doing this. So I can, probably never, I'm going to see whatever one of the next steps are. Mm -hmm. But um, D is always going to be like one of my guys. Yeah. Like he's the guy, like I'm have, uh, of all my friends like i have a close group of friends um that i call my best friends and he's right there in that group and like i would do anything for him as he like he would for me so i know at the end of the day like i'm always going to be there to film those big moments because like he's got a lot of big moments left oh yeah. absolutely um, but then when it he's only like, he's only had a few big moments so far yeah, he's got he's, a lot more to for go sure, for sure but like just for him like i remember like one of our first conversations like we talked about like like what his vision was and like what he wanted me to do and he was like he was like but that doesn't mean like when one of these days when drake reach out reach out reaches out and says like yo like who did this video for you and i say you and he asked you to like go do this yeah. show he was like yeah. you're gonna go do it type stuff right um, absolutely so it's like he wants me to like reach out and go do things for other people and like expand grow like like my own little business and network and stuff so yeah so that's what you think you see you do like, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you're, you love capturing moments. Yeah, you love capturing sure. like those intimate, you know, like, wow, like yeah. documenting really absolutely with D'Lo. Is that what you see, what you want to do with your brand yeah. um, for um, like, you know, you said Drake. So I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> artists, I mean, it's shows, really, it's really just like anything so I, I feel like if you look at like cameras in general, like cameras were made in like the art in itself is to capture moments to gift mm -hmm. so that way those moments can like last forever, forever. Yep. yeah they'll be and here so, when you're gone exactly so it's like <laughs> timeless so for me where i like get like the energy and like the the like smile on my face is after i create something and it's like to give to d or to give to whoever yeah. it's like you see their reaction yeah like that's priceless it's insane yeah like what, you once his career is over when he goes back and watches like the trade video of him mm -hmm. getting sent to minnesota that's gonna big mean moment, so man. much for him like oh. emotionally like that's to to have to have been able to like uh immortalize that moment it's yeah. pretty amazing we were we were in my uh my room in Miami and he was like I was just like going through like one of my like hard drives and it was like right around the trade time and we were just sitting there like watching some of the stuff and like we were just literally in there for hours just like wow like I've never seen some of this stuff before and he had never seen it it was just like this is sick yeah like, you like he especially in the NBA like like my life moves fast but his like he's constantly moving constantly doing something so yeah. his life probably goes by twice as fast as mine does mm -hmm. And like he probably doesn't even pick up on some of like the moments that like he now he can watch. So yeah, it's, absolutely. I remember like Drew who does stuff for Devin. Like he put on one of his comments is like, imagine watching this when we're fifty, and like yeah. that was for just like real, for real, like crazy. Yeah. All right, so um, this is a hip hop based podcast, and sure. I wanted to get into some <clears throat> music type of realm of questions. Um, has hip hop or just music in general like motivated your craft in any way? 
And um, actually, just answer that question first. And I got one after that. Yeah, um, I think I think if I've had a better appreciation for songs now that like I do what like I do. Um, and it's a lot of songs that I like miss the gems that were being dropped um, when I first started listening to them. It's like one is uh, like I listen to this song and every single time it just puts me in like, this like wow like mode. And it's Cameras by Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Um, mm. And that song is just like the nostalgia of it and everything is just like, yo. Yeah. And so like things like that. Um, but yeah, if music in itself, like I wouldn't be where I am without music, whether it is like a hip hop song that we drop or like a throwback Wiz song or just like a cinematic song. It doesn't really matter, but like music is just at its core. It's just so freeing yeah. and stuff like that. So, so yeah, it's, it's this a was a question part. that just popped up. Um, so like, obviously you pick songs when you, yeah. you know, drop like videos with D-Lo and stuff. Like what's like your process as far as like <laughs> choosing and choosing the song. Yeah. yeah you... Does he, does he like give you a list and he's like, here, I like these 10 songs right now. No. Like... Um, so that, that's the beauty of being able to live with him and like be around him like 24 seven is that he, him and his brother, like tone are huge into music. And yeah. so they're listening to songs all the time. Yeah. And so I'm over here, like I'm listening and I'm like, my taste in music has grown because yeah. of them. Um, but I'm over here. I'm like, Oh, yo, I could see this working with this. So I'm like, I put it in a folder. Mm -hmm. Um, but everybody, usually, every video creator has like a song yeah, folder. Sure. I swear <laughs> everybody's sure. got one. And so, um, but as far as like the process goes, like the trade video, the songs that's in, in that, like, it's like two days before the trade deadline, we're in New York and it's like us and like, we're in the SUV with like four friends and the song comes on. Everyone's going crazy to mm -hmm. it. And I listened to like the first like 10 seconds of it. And it's like the, the beat drop, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, it's <laughs> under the sun. Yeah, right? under the sun. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yo, and the, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I have to like, something does happen in the next two days. Like this is the song. Yeah. yeah. So like, that's, I, it's crazy like the universe god however you want to say it like throwing that into like my like mindset because i've listened to the song multiple times but never once did i think about it but in that moment hearing the song and like i have a video of it and i'm like looking back and like the whole suv is going crazy um and then like going off of like that segueing off of what you were saying when you know you really are aware and paying attention to what d'angelo's listening to mm -hmm. just like you know I, I i think that ties in with capturing moments and like sure. really paying attention to like you, you what you guys are like listening to and stuff um who who specifically or what type of music specifically is like d'lo and these guys like listening to like are you getting put on like on the regular by these guys or like vice versa um so so i'll say this like d is a big gunna guy gonna <laughs> and so d'angelo come on the pod bro <laughs> hey we could talk about gunna all day um so so that's like naturally made me like huge on him yeah um, i remember the first time i ever like made video for him like uh i don't even remember what uh, gunna song it was but it was for uh, like a gunna song um, but he's huge on him. Uh, Tone, his brother, is big on Brent Fiez, which is Brent Fiez, nice. Brent nice. Fiez, like yeah. the song he just dropped with uh, with Two Chains and Kanye. Yeah, and like, fire, man. yo, love, love, <laughs> love that. Yeah. Um, but like, baby, like people like that, like they they listen to like a lot of the stuff like a lot of mainstream people listen to. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I could say like Gunna's for sure is fire. Gunna, Gunna's music, like the especially Wanna. It has that uh, exotic, yeah. <laughs> exotic, like you want to be in like uh, 
Calabasas or like <laughs> somewhere just listening to Wanna, bro. Am I wrong? No, you're <laughs> absolutely right. It's it's hypnotizing yeah. almost. He's it, got like such a unique sound. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, so uh, um, one more. I I I too am kind of a, a NBA nerd, as you as you called yourself. <laughs> um, and I'm not really like I could ask a million things about the behind the scenes of the NBA, but I'm gonna keep it very brief. But one thing that I want to know for you personally what is you've you've been in the back halls of a lot of nba arenas a lot of different teams uh what is one of the what is the most starstruck you've ever been um (laughs) at at an nba arena like you just froze yeah Yeah. um honestly it was it was probably the first game i went to um and it was i flew out to san fran the day before the first game against the clippers Mm -hmm. and like I was obviously nervous. I was like, yo, like this is crazy. Yeah. And so I went to the first game and they had never like sent any like person like me, like Tone and D, like this is their first time doing stuff. So they're trying to figure out like, all right, how do we get him these passes? Mm-hmm. How do we do this and this? So, and this is at the new Warriors yeah. arena. And so yeah, if you can imagine new stadium, Steph Curry, <sighs> like you're the D'Angelo security. Russell yeah. also That's crazy because it's like I remember when we were in college we used to watch the Warriors <laughs> yeah, like sure. all the time bro. bro wait hold on hold on hold on bro. I don't know will you John will you check that I don't know what the fuck that's super weird we got sidetracked there by some technical difficulties but we're back at it so it's the first game yeah Warriors new stadium D'Lo's new to the team. Steph Curry is yeah. uh, a, a god to those people. <laughs> like, sure. and who are you said they're playing the Clippers? The Clippers. So Kawhi PG, PG that's yeah. their first game. Mm-hmm. That oh, dude, that's insane. That arena was probably Bro. rocking. Yeah, I don't know how many NBA games I went to, but that was like for sure the most like pregame as far as like news coverage and people there i've never seen it before like obviously it's the first game of the year but then you have the new look warriors without clay mm-hmm. and then without kd but then you have the new look clippers with Kawhi, pg yeah. lou like all these yeah. guys so it first off that was insane and i get there and i'm by myself because i'm i have to get there early to like check in do all these different things i will like film d walking in and then he ha- he's out in the locker room doing his own thing and I'm just out there, like, on the sidelines with, like, all these people. Like, I have, like, a little media pass, and it says, like, Logan Linkmeyer, game one, like, D'Angelo Russell. And all these people around, I'm like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like I remember, like, I filmed, like, it was, like, the cheesiest moment I've ever did in my life, but I'm glad I did it now. Like, I, like, put the camera on me, and I'm, like, over here in the corner, so I'm like, I don't really know if I want people to see me. Like, I got to act like I've been here before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And like I was just like I shook my head and I said wow and like I held up like the the media pass and like to the camera and I think that was the most starstruck I'd been because I'd never experienced anything like it. You yeah. went from like no like NBA experience yeah. really to like one of the most heightened. You were thrown in the trenches, bro. Season, bro. <laughs> it was it was crazy and like it's cool because like Tone and D are like they're fans of like life and people and like um in the nba like players yeah. like that it's like they still have like their moments and stuff but then tone he called me the other day and he said like how crazy is it that you went to like the first like pacers lakers game and watch d and now like you're doing what you're doing and like it's cool to have them be able to like Damn. have moments like that with me because like i everything that i do like yeah it's like a part of my life but i never want to think of it as like normal because i don't want to ever take advantage of those things right so so yeah but that first game bro it's like 
That's insane. Nothing like it. You well, know? so you also, I mean, obviously D'Angelo is friends with like Devin Booker, Cat, yeah. other people from the NBA. So are you also, are, I mean, like, are you just like in the living room chilling with these dudes? Like, <laughs> yeah, that was like another moment. I was just like, wow. Like, yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. But now like being able to be around them, like those two, especially, like I say this, to, like my friends back home when I come back here, it's like, they are so confident in who they are that they don't have like they're not insecure about other things and they're they're just so real it makes them like such a real person yeah and yeah. they can have real conversations and treat you whoever you are like such a real person because yeah. they they're just so confident and real with who they are yeah and that's like something that i've learned from those two especially yeah and like try to bring back to my friends so let's tap into that a little more um wait like, well before you ask that uh we're just gonna fuck that just leave that camera i don't mind um do you want to? Would you? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Run it then. Go for it. All right. So technical difficulties again, but here we're back. I don't really remember where we left off, so you can just. Go I was gonna ahead. say, um, you were saying that like you've learned a lot from like you know being around D'Angelo, being around these NBA players that are at this such like high level of like you know competition of sport. Um, like, what are, like, the main things you've, like, taken away from, like, you know, being around these guys? Like, what have you, like, what's, what's, elaborate more on, like, what you've really learned from, you know, this journey so far? Yeah, um, I'll say, I'll say this quote, and I got it from someone I met through D and Book, and his name's Casey Waters, and if you guys are into any kind of... I listened to his podcast bro. with you. Hey, Casey, shout out, brother, I appreciate you for the research. Bro, he is, he is, uh... A, such an interesting mind but he said this like quote to me and i don't know if he made it up or he heard it somewhere but he was like being you is cool and i said it i think in his podcast and like that is like the coolest thing i could ever say that i've learned through like being with him is like being yourself is cool yeah. like that's all you like you are who you are so just be yourself mm-hmm. and and that's who like i learned from from d and book the most like because they're who they are and they I mean, they got yeah. to where they are by being themselves. Like you said, they're they're very sure in themselves. They're yeah. very confident. Um, they know what they bring to the table. Right. So that was one thing that I for sure learned. Um, and that's like what comes like being like authentic. There's so. there's nothing that like people of notoriety or, or people who even like people who have like a low level of celebrity or something like there's nothing that they recognize and appreciate more than when somebody treats them just like they're a human yeah, being just yeah, like I was they're a normal person because i mean like how many situations have you been standing next to to d and like somebody's just like kissing his ass and just yeah, being a suck sure. up because he's like this nba guy is crazy and it's just like fuck dude yeah. like they're human like, beings at the end of the day yeah sure. they wanted to be treated as such you know he's going sure. to sleep tonight he's gonna wake up tomorrow morning yeah. just like you and me are too yeah. I think I think um, there's like two ways to look at that. And like, I think another reason why I respect him so much is because how he like handles the situations is because he's still a fan of life and like people and stuff, too. So when people come up to him and like are like fanning out, it's like he still he understands yeah, that he puts it's himself like, in their right. shoes. Yeah, like, it's like it's like like whether he's their favorite player or not. It's like this could be the closest like they ever are to somebody in the NBA yeah, or like true. any kind of like celebrity. Yeah. And so that's like another thing. It's really cool because he can he can like not handle but he knows how to handle those situations where it's like you could be making that dude's year he could be going through something you can make his life like you don't know totally so 
That's totally. really dope. This is like really random, but <laughs> please go for I, it. It literally just popped in my brain. Uh, do you and D'Angelo ever talk about the uh, the video of D Lo going? He ain't even stretched though. <laughs> when Blake Griffin uh, did um, that dunk or whatever. He uh, no. He uh, I've never Tyke had a direct conversation with about it, but I remember I'm, it like resurfaced this year. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. shit goes viral. Bro, it, uh, like once, once a year, <laughs> once sure. a year it goes. And like I, like my DMs and like everything were like blowing up. It was like oh you, you like show D this blah blah and like no I haven't. but I had seen like other stuff where he was like making fun of like him saying that and it was yeah. like, he didn't even stretch though. That's yeah. so funny. So but I mean that's just who he is like he's a funny guy and yeah like, yeah i think the last thing is this, this last thing or do you have something else no no okay. not at all go ahead um you were talking about like the beginning of the podcast um that you know you didn't really know what you wanted to do yet you're in your accounting major in college whatever um you know everybody goes through that and not really knowing what they want to do um if you could go back like right now yourself right now and have a conversation with that younger link like knowing what you know now what you're doing now the journey that you're on right now yeah. the vision that you have right now like what would you tell him enjoy the journey <laughs> um and i think i think the reason for that and you could probably attest to this too it's like i wouldn't be who i am or where i am if i like did things differently yeah and 100 I, I had to go through some shit to like get here yeah and it's like the same way with you like same way with you like yeah. everyone has to do it yeah and so like enjoy it because those like those shitty moments those late nights like not being able to sleep or whatever you go through it's like just remember that that's there's like a light at the end of the tunnel because yeah. like you only get one life you might as well enjoy it and if you enjoy the journey that destination of wherever you're going is going to be so much more rewarding mm -hmm. um so that's probably what i would say yeah um but before we go i do have a couple of things i want to talk about go. yeah please right, please right, lay right. it on us um so tanner uh this whole soul stream thing's crazy first off because yeah. like you said before i think that before the podcast started we were talking about uh freestyling in the basement yeah <laughs> so so it was i don't even remember who i was with us but you had this conversation with me about Lil uzi and it was like it was like bro this guy's going to have a crazier like come out year than travis scott and at the time travis was like travis is travis now obviously yeah, yeah at yeah. the time travis was like yo like it's travis scott uh -huh, uh -huh. and i think like a month later he like came out with a project i don't even remember what it was but we went down to formal and me and you were the only two that were like yeah. knew what the song was coming on bro playing. people were giving me shit for exactly. playing uzi at formal and it was like <laughs> i was yo. like bro shut the fuck up exactly. y'all don't even know <laughs> and then and then like lo and behold like little uzi's little uzi now. yeah yeah everybody's but bumping another one so which is is crazy in itself now just like after everything that happened it was when when zach we were doing stuff with zach um like you were the guy that like i'm pretty sure sent me the first juice world um on mm. on soundcloud yeah. and then like not even like a month later he got signed and then yeah. obviously he blew up yeah and it's juice world but that was like another one so it's like seeing you do all that and then come to where you are now is insane yeah, yeah. but also because when we were in the basement i remember um you were talking about it's like i think i want to make beats or do something blah blah, yeah. blah. Like, i, I was fucking around fl studio for a little yeah. bit <laughs> and so and like you were like i just want to do something in music and stuff and so that's like another thing that i think people need to realize is like you might know what you really like but you don't know how you're going to get into that lane yet yeah and so like, you found like your niche like you found it like you're doing what you like love to do and yeah. like it's only going to evolve yeah but it's like the people that they know they like this 
it's like just start messing around in that room yeah you gotta try things bro like god i tried i feel like i've tried everything in music from producing to try to manage artists to literally freestyling in the Mm -hmm. basement into starting a brand throwing a show connecting the dots with the artist and the producer booking uh artists to do music videos with us um you know even like the bookkeeping like logistics for soul serum like i feel like i've i've touched like a little bit of everything and now i finally like understand what i tanner mavis like what my strengths are and what i personally like want to do with this music shit and it's all because like what you said like i just i knew i wanted to do music i just didn't know what and the only way you find out how is to fucking do it like do do something don't just sit there and just think about it all day like Mm -hmm. Bro, people want you to fail. Like people, Absolutely. other people that don't especially understand. In the yeah, especially in the beginning when they, when you're a nobody, yep. they want you. They want to see you fail, and that's that's another thing. Like you gotta block <laughs> out, you know, other people's For opinions sure. and block that shit out, which was, I struggled with at the beginning. But you know, fuck that shit, bro. We got one life. Go after what the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. Taste, do a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. and you'll eventually, by doing the work, by being consistent you'll eventually figure out Mm -hmm. like your own formula, your own destination, as you said. And bro, I act like I I figured it out right now, bro. I'm still not even close where I want to be like, you know, I've- But you're closer than where you started. Like when me and Link like first started like, um, you know, doing Soul Serum stuff, anything creative, like we started at the same time. And like, you know, I had these goals and stuff and it's like back then they were just like so far fetched. It's just like- like now, like, bro, if if I was to talk to my younger self, like back in even like 2018 when, when Soul Serum first started and like, you know, tell him all the things that I know now and all the compliment, accomplishments and goals that we've reached now, I like that kid will be fucking amazed. like amazed, like no fucking way, yeah. like no way you're right, right there. You'd like, be I'm, starstruck talking to yeah, you. Yeah, literally, so. like <laughs> yeah, literally, sure. man. And like there's something like even, you know, all the accomplishments and goals aside, like you really learn like a lot about yourself, mm-hmm. like, you know, chasing a, you know, a, a creative path, you know, a path that's not, you know, what everybody else is doing. Yeah. You're, you're more alone than most people would be. You're by yourself, especially, you know, in a city like this where it's not, yeah. nothing, it's not like, that nothing like this is going on. You're really, you're trying to make this, make this happen from the ground up, from the mud. And I don't know, I felt, I, I personally, when I reflect and I journal and stuff, um, I see a lot of like character growth in yeah. myself and I think I'm not positive, but I, I, my, from my personal experience, like I feel like my character growth has kind of like For sped sure. up from me pursuing this type of thing. So like, even if like, you know, you want to chase something like this and it doesn't, you know, work out to what you really had in mind, like you said, I feel like it pays off in the yeah. end. One way or another, something is going to pay off for you. I mean, once you, I don't believe in like failure unless you like just completely give up. But if you, if whatever it is, like you don't succeed at it in like whatever you think you're like going to do, it's only going to get you that much closer to do something else because um, yeah. you learn more about yourself. Yeah. And that's one thing I will say like about you is like just looking at you and like being more self-aware about who I am, like being able to analyze you more. One thing you've always been since I met you is like you've looked at somebody and saw 
the absolute best in yeah. them more than they probably ever could. It's yeah. so like you did that with me before I even really made videos. Yeah. I'm sure you do that with John now. Yeah. You do that with Clay. Like, mm -hmm. and so like that's like one thing like like you probably do with all these like artists. Like they might have like this vision for themselves, and like you're you see their talent, and you're yeah. really good at picking it out. But then you're like, nah, bro. Yeah. Like you're not even touching the surface of what that is. Yeah. So behind the dope. scenes, a lot of these artists are very. Um, self-conscious sure. about their yeah. art about who they are mm -hmm. it's in like i said it, life like i think brick the, said it on the, the podcast. greatest musicians and the greatest uh artists and creators ever are self-conscious yeah, straight yeah. up yeah like know? brick said it on the podcast life is very real for these artists and very you know i'm not the one making the music so i can't fully put myself in their shoes but like i know talent when i see it i know yeah. potential when i see it yeah and that like it's amazing how you pointed that out because i've figured that out in myself like especially sure. as of recently like like i love being the one to be able to instill confidence yeah. in someone like bro like you're the fucking shit like go after this like you really you really got something and like shit has turned out pretty good for a lot of these artists for and sure going back to like your your failure point like you don't believe in failure the best thing that i heard i read this book um think and grow rich uh, failure is only failure if you fucking quit. Like yeah. it's only mm -hmm. it's only temporary defeat. Yeah. That's all failure is. All you gotta do is make a new plan. Yeah, yeah. Temporary def failure, temporary defeat only means that your your plan sucked. Yeah, make a new one. I mean the cliche like the light bulb, <laughs> like it was like you failed however many thousands of times to yeah. get it right once. I mean that's Straight really up. how life is. It's like yeah. you only have one life, so you're gonna eat a lot of shit wrong in life. Like you're not yeah. perfect. Nobody is. But I, like even offside. Oh, no, I was going to say, no, you please, please, sir. One, one more thing. And like, I wanted to like talk to you about it, but like, I know John's behind the camera, but it's like with John, I'm, I can probably relate to him even more. It's like when you first start putting out like these like videos, especially with like the music videos and stuff, it's like, what's everyone going to think? Like, this isn't really that good. Like yeah. I fucked up here. Like, this isn't that right. I didn't track this perfectly. Uh -huh. Like whatever the mask is, isn't right. It's like, you're going to critique yourself and be like, wow, this sucks. And like looking back, I'm sure he does the same thing. And looking back on yeah. like the prior video, it's like, yeah. what the fuck was I doing? But John thinks the videos he did last month are fucking ass. <laughs> and, and, that's like, and that's the beauty of like who he is as his creator. Cause he wants to be better. And like, yeah. he knows he can be. And this is just like, this is the worst John will ever be. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's, yeah. what's crazy. Yeah. But it's, it's like the same with you. It's like, and, and that's why I was like talking about with Tanner. It's like Tanner sees that in people. And it's the same with you. It's like this whole podcast. It's like, I don't like, I know like you guys had like the vision and stuff before mm -hmm. and you guys are still like, you're on the way. Yeah. It's like, he, yeah. he looks at you and he's like, yo, like we can do something with this. And this is like, the best podcast host I know, bro. It's, bro. And it's, this is the third time I've started a podcast. I could never, this one's gone the best, obviously. Bro, I could never like, be a host. Like yeah. I'm better being like, just somebody just like chiming in on conversation. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm good at like, you know getting people like you artists in like i'm in yeah. i'm in the trenches of the dms on instagram like i can get people <laughs> in here but he's he's the one that can the really like of the <laughs> that's facts though bro that is honestly that's something that we've learned something that keeps coming up on this podcast that we keep finding out it's a the internet does a lot for people for as sure, far yeah. as communications uh access of communications but um also to just kind of try and make this full circle one of the first things you brought up was authentic relationships for sure. every single person that we've had on this podcast when we asked them about how did you do this how did you develop that how did you get here it's it almost always starts with an authentic relationship for with sure. somebody and the sooner that you can recognize that 
and and show a random person that you are genuine and yeah. serious and you take what you do in a very professional manner then it it can only go up from there at that point and i think like this is another reason why like social media is so beautiful is because in the beginning and like even like i look at like social media in like the past couple years it's like people can see like in the beginning if you did like an influencer type thing not crapping on any influencers at mm -hmm. all but like you had you had like the people that really did stuff and they're really out there like doing what they do but then you have like the people that just like front that they do these things yeah mm -hmm. it's like now i feel like more than ever people can see oh, the yeah. difference you're just exposing yourself exactly Absolutely. and so that's where i think like the authentic relationships come in more and more and like on social media like you can build start building more and more relationships because you can tell when someone's like not really the, all what they say they mm -hmm. are and totally they really are totally and so that's where that authenticity like on the internet comes along and that's yeah. why i still love social media to this day especially if you use it properly yeah um and so like authenticity man like that that for sure in my opinion yeah. is the key of life yeah the universe will reward you when you're totally. authentic yeah, yeah. you know totally. good people always blessings connect will with fall people. on your lap yeah. i've had things that just fall on my lap that i'm just like how the fuck did this mm -hmm. just funny how it works sometimes yeah, like I, I always think about like jack like like he's blown up now for sure and like like dude like i literally just like found him and i said yo your shit it's crazy like we should shoot a video we shot a video put it out week later shit just fucking blows yeah. up and like in the span currently of, at 200k views yeah like in the span of two months this guy's up signed to one of the biggest record labels in the industry and it's just like yeah, <laughs> it's like like yeah. I've all of my preparation and like hard work and putting myself out there like led up to like those moments like mm -hmm. I was praying for a break too and we finally got it. like yeah. you'll eventually get it you know I remember when this guy when we this is the first time I met John too I remember when Tanner uh, we were like yeah like Jack Harlow's coming in town and it was he was in a free concert yeah. in Madison live yep. I was and, there yeah, I so remember it's like, it's like now Jack is he's out here doing yeah. it's huge number Jack, two song on Billboard yeah like it's he's pretty big here, like doing stuff with like Boy Wonder and stuff so it's mm -hmm. like jack harlow is jack harlow yeah and like i remember like you were like singing ice cream and all these different <laughs> things we yeah. went to the concert and stuff and that's another crazy thing like i gotta like have a conversation with uh jack when we did the protest video i was like yeah i don't remember if you know like this like uh thing or the concert you did at mass and live in cincinnati you did it for free he was like like bro like that was forever ago blah blah and like i said like i actually did a video for that and he actually remembered it which is crazy in itself yeah but it's like it's just funny how life goes full circle. Oh, yeah. Like, like Jack, I was doing that stuff with you back then. And now it's like we're here doing this. Like yeah, who knows yeah. what happens in five years from now or even more in our own lanes. For sure. For exactly. sure. Um, well, wrapping up here, is there is there anything else that you want to say? Do you have any other points? If not, what's what's next for for Lake the World? Um Length, of, I don't really have any more points. Like we went through a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm a rambler, so I probably rambled a little no, bit. No, that's what we like. That's for the, what the podcast is about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, for me, like I just started like my actual like own like brands, um, like Link the World. Like I, I ran with that, um, and I really like that. I've started like a a little my own little production company. Um, I say little right now, but it soon won't be. Mm -hmm. Um, but with like two or three other creatives from this area that are really dope nice um but yeah i mean just growing that and like just building a name for for myself um, yeah. and not really for myself but really just to kind of show people especially around here that you can do something that's not normal yeah um, yeah and that's what i think is like cool it's like being bigger than yourself so you can let somebody else be better than themselves i think it's crazy so 
that's really what it's all about. So, wow. You were really good at closing (laughs) podcasts, man. That was great. Um, well, fuck, you heard the man. Uh, it's been another great episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. Remember, as always, to like the video, subscribe to us on YouTube, join the Discord. I got all the graphics up right here, right Bye. now. Um, and as always, I'm your host, Clay Bonin. I'm your co-host, Tanner Mavis. I'm Logan McFly. Lo- that's your camera right I'm there. Logan <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks for coming on, Logan. I appreciate it, man. Sure. We out.